it's time for the January 17th, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Mahler is getting ready. He's getting ready, aren't you, boy? He's so excited. He's getting ready. He's getting ready for his big trip, as you know, to Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's getting ready. What? Boy, he's putting on some pretty fancy clothes because it's New York City. Wait a minute. Are you talking Westminster Dog Show? Or what's That's he going right. To? Is that right? Yeah. Did I get that and right? And you know, Mahler's a oh. mutt. Yeah. But this year, for the first time ever, mutts yeah. will be allowed to participate. What? That's right. <laughs> That's right, Mother. Yeah, he's so excited. He is very. They're, they're calling them their all-American dogs because they don't. Yeah, right. They don't want to call them nuts or mutts. They call them all-American all dogs. American. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, nice. that's will be February eighth. So Mahler is excited about it. the nation's premier canine event. Has a long history of only allowing purebreds. Yeah, you know that. Yes. That's right. But Mahler's right. not a purebred, and that upset him for a while. Mm-hmm. Mutts will join the purebreds in the first Masters Agilities. Championship, yeah, Mahler's right. got agility. Mahler is yeah, so they're not going to compete for like best in show, but they'll be competing in a in a new uh, segment called the Agility Championship, which is a skills based competition all about brains and speed. You know those little slalom yeah, type of yeah, things yeah, yeah. and all that. So they'll be doing that. The change may have come as a response to animal rights supporters who argue that promoting dog breeding is unethical. Uh. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on when you breed dogs. Sometimes you're breeding dogs with bad backs. Right. Like dachshunds. Right. You're breeding a dog who's going to have a back problem is what you're going for. Also, I happen to know with uh, uh, retrievers, uh, Labrador retrievers, hip dysplasia. Yeah. Just the way they're built, the way way we breed them. we We want certain things out of them, and in return, they get hip dysplasia. Many mutts need to find homes, too. 60% of dogs in shelters are euthanized. So that means they, they're, they're put down. 60%. Yeah. That's just... Like, yeah. Yeah. By the way, another example... And they're example. the smarter dogs, too. Just for what's right. Just yeah. interject. Yeah. Yeah. The mutts, because they've been crossbred, they're, they're going to be healthier. And in general, they can be smarter. Right. And if we're looking for a, a human equivalent, that's something that should frighten us? Yeah. The royals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See that? Yeah. See that? What's, that's what happens. Uh huh. Look at King Charles. Tell me that, or whatever, Prince Charles. Tell me that's not scary. Yeah. I think we're talking about Lord there for a second, but mm. sorry. At least 52 people were killed in a series of bombings across Iraq. That's not good. No. And this was in one day. One day. The deadliest attack hit a crowd of mourners at a Sunni funeral. Why do they do this? They hit funerals. Uh, it, it's I mean, awful. Is this, are they going for the sympathy? I, I don't understand. What, yeah, it's just a group of people, I guess, is what they're doing, and it's the wrong God. I assume that it's, it's a demonstration of just how the, the depth of this antipathy towards each other there. Yeah. I don't know. At least six car bombs in Baghdad claimed at least 34 lives. Iraq is facing its worst violence since the height of sectarian warfare that left tens of thousands dead six years ago. Yeah. Egyptian voters. Oh, by the way, uh, the prime minister of Iraq has actually issued an international appeal to help uh, Iraq in in the midst of this spiraling violence. That just gives you some idea. By the way, the United States is essentially gone, more or less. Yeah. And and, um, so he's appealing to the international community. Yeah. Yeah. Egyptian voters overwhelmingly approved the new constitution in a two-day referendum. Military government report a turnout of 55 percent. 
and this will pave the way for pres a presidential run by Army Chief General Abdel Fattah al-Sisi. Mm. Yeah, the Muslim Brotherhood called for a boycott. Well, they're, what are they, terrorists over there I anyway? They're now a terrorist yeah. organization. Um, I'm not sure. If I, I, I assume that there is something positive about the fact that there was a, a, a big turnout of Egyptians to vote. Yeah. I'm not sure what this means for the country moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, by the way, one last thing about Iraq. I, 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 I don't know. The What is it? Yeah, I just want to make sure you're not going to cover it later on. Well, just go ahead and say all it. Right, all right, I don't want to. All right. It's, the, is it? Oh, go. No, yeah. the Pentagon uh, has opened a probe into following the. Uh, what is it? Oh, that's what even that? better. I don't even know. That was some kind of uh, ghostly presence in yeah. the, in the uh, studio. Uh, the Pentagon has opened a pro probe following the publication of graphic photographs that appeared. Appears to show U.S. Marines burning dead bodies in Iraq, and this is a story I remember us talking about, 2004, 2005, when we when it happened. Yeah, there were reports of the U.S. military burning bodies. Well, now well, they're dead bodies. Dead bodies. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, it's just, and I think at the time I said, if I'm dead, you have permission. That's what. Yes. Go ahead, burn my dead yeah, body. Yeah, exactly. That's the the Nathan rule uh, we call it now. Um, if you're dead, you have permission. To burn my body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm, it's not so, that offensive. No, it? I know, but it, but it is. But it's a PR nightmare because this happened. A PR by the way, nightmare. Well, not it, for me. Well, not for you so much. No. But this happened in Fallujah, which we've talked about on a number of occasions. Was yeah. the bloodiest battle in the war for Iraq back in 2004. Yeah. And there was a lot of Marines died, and there was a lot of resentment and anger and very upset people on both sides of the equation. And when when the Iraqis see pictures of burnt bodies. Well, yeah. You know, it just, it, it fuels a lot of antipathy. And I don't usually bring up people dying. Right. But I think it's important to note that Ariel Sharon died. Yeah. Only because of all the controversy that was involved in his, uh, his long-suffering coma. Right. He you was know, in that, a coma for how many years? I don't know, five, six years? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that. Yeah. Uh, by know, the I way, mean, and, and maybe on some other occasion to talk about the, the, the controversy history of, was that that he, perhaps he had had uh, been slipped some plutonium or, or some radioactive substance. You, is that is that? Are you just saying that? I'm because just saying of, that. because of the whole yeah. thing with the yeah. Um, just kidding. Yeah. Just all right. Kidding. No, no. But there is there is a history of Ariel Sharon in in relation to the Palestinians. That we should talk about. We we don't have time now, and I don't have all the information I need. But yeah. uh, we'll talk about it some other time. Well, he was the father of the settlement movement. Right. And we'll, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. That's important to know that. And the architect of the Israeli invasion of, uh, invasion of Lebanon. Yes. Which killed 20,000 Palestinians and Lebanese. So that that's something, something yeah, going that, on Yeah, and that's there. the source of what we should be talking about in, in his legacy. We'll talk about it another time. Nigeria's president signed a harsh new anti-gay law. Yes. Yeah. The law bans same-sex marriages and criminalizes participation in lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual organizations or meetings. Under the law, anyone who publicly demonstrates love toward a person of the same sex could face up to 10 years in prison. I think that's fair. Yeah, it seems, seems completely and totally in line with our thinking. Um, and ah. by the way, yeah, both Uganda is proposed, had proposed a law. I, I don't know the status of it now. Uh, that would uh, make it uh, uh, an offense that you could be put to death for. 
if you yeah. were found to be in a homosexual relationship. Wow. The death penalty. So here's an <laughs> interesting one. Um, yeah. An investigation by El Universal. Mm -hmm. It's down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Found that between the years of 2000 and 2012, the U.S. government had an arrangement with Mexico's Sinaloa drug cartel that allowed the organization to smuggle billions of dollars of drugs while Sinaloa provided information on rival cartels. That was a deal. And, and we've been saying this for a long time. It's been, it's been kind of suggested out there, but this is the first time that we have public court documents that include corroborating testimony from a DEA agent and a Justice Department official mm. regarding this. Mm. Sinaloa led by Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. Okay. El Chapo, as we call him. Mm -hmm. Supplies 80% of the drugs entering the Chicago area and has a presence in cities across the U.S. There have been uh, long-time allegations that Guzman considered to be the most powerful drug trafficker in the world, coordinates with American authorities, and now we know that, pretty much know that it's happened. Mm, Cooperating evidence. Amazing. That is amazing. Well. I mean, not yeah, really. In the yeah. world where you can't function on this level without some, either the officials looking the other way or their cooperation yeah. on, an, on an operation this large, no, it's not a surprise. Yeah. It's shocking to hear it, but it's not a surprise. Yeah, what are we doing in Afghanistan? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're uh, yeah. We're, and by the way, the opium trade. yeah, in, in in Afghanistan, the levels of opium coming out of that country are at record levels right now. Because we're there. New documents released by WikiLeaks show the White House is ready to backtrack in a series of critical regulations in order to secure a deal on the Trans-Pacific Partnership. That's why I'm bringing this into international. We're talking Trans-Pacific Partnership here. The that's the 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 NAFTA of the. Um, of the um, the Pacific Rim, right. essentially, here. They call it NAFTA on steroids because it includes the Pacific Rim, which is China, Japan, and many other very large economies. 40% of the world's trade occurs in this region. Yeah. So, And the United so States is trying to rig a deal. Huge. It's a rig a deal for corporate America is what they're trying to do, or corporations, period. Now, in this uh, released leak... The environment chapter is noteworthy for its absence of mandated clauses or meaningful enforcement measures. Yeah. So they're writing cool stuff, but then there's no way to enforce it, so it's crap. The dispute settlement mechanisms it creates are cooperative instead of binding. There are no required penalties and no proposed criminal sanctions. That contrasts, for example, with the treaty's proposed criminal sanctions on copyright infringement. So yeah. if... if if there's some violation of a corporation's uh, money-making ability, you go to jail. But if you pollute an entire river, eh, not so much. Not so much. The leak shows that the U.S. is against legally binding requirements for pollution limits, logging standards, and a ban on the harvesting of shark fins. Yeah. By the way, I, I've heard from people on negotiating over this trying to at least try to inject a, a, a spotlight harvesting shark fins yeah sorry about that no, har yeah but Harvest. Have, people talking about them? the the united states yeah they do they just kill i mean harvest is kind of a strange term for yeah the okay. slaughtering of some of a beast for its fin for, for its fin well it wouldn't be only for the fin but that's i yeah. think the thing that is most prized apparently in certain parts of the uh, the world for is that fin apparently it's an aphrodisiac considered to be an aphrodisiac in some parts of the world. Uh -huh. Why is this crazy? This is crazy stuff. Anyway, uh, people... If who, I were to give you a shark fin... Uh, would I eat it for yeah. that reason? Yeah. Why? I'm asking you. No, I mean saying, would why you, would I? Would you like you some shark fin? You know enough about me to... Why would you I You would. Be, yes. Maybe yeah. No, I would yes. not. 
No, no. You're, you're saying that. You just tricked me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you tricked me. You tricked me. Yeah, the bitch set me up. <laughs> That's right. At least 50,000 bats have been killed by the heat in Australia's southeast during the state's hottest year on record. Yeah. Now, they have it hot there. When we start seeing bats fall out of our trees here in Southern California, yeah. we'll have caught up to Australia. Heat-stressed bats, including the black flying foxes, little red flying foxes, and the endangered gray-headed flying foxes. Yeah. I guess they call them flying foxes, huh? They are fuzzy little bats. And I saw a great picture. Now, it wasn't great because the bats were stressed out. They didn't look stressed. But they were all kind of in, in like little cold wraps, maybe about 20 bats. Oh. They were all huddled together. And they, and they were uh, like suckling on little bottles because they were trying to take care of these bats who were dehydrated. And they were the cutest little bats oh, you ever saw. That are going to die. No, they were, these were, they've, okay. they're trying to rescue them. Yeah, I understand. They cling to trees and urinate on themselves in a bid to reduce their body temperatures oh, right oh. now. As they succumb, they just fall in heaps at the base of trees. You can have 250 or more. It's like dripping chocolate, all dying at the base of trees, said one official. Oh, that's... Yeah, oil. By, uh, what, by the way, what? as as disgusting as that is, the world is getting a clearer picture of climate change than any scientific, you know, egghead kind of story you're going to read. The the Australian Open is taking place in oh, Melbourne. Cool. That's cool. And and wonder what Fox News will say about and, that. And players are passing out. They're literally <laughs> unable to continue in a tennis yeah. match because it's 110 degrees yeah. and the it's courts are like 100, 110 yeah, and there. the courts this, are the, the this the, isn't a spike the, the surface of the courts are like 120 130 degrees by the t because you of said the, courts the the tennis courts oh okay tennis yeah, yeah, open. yeah. i thought it was a golf tournament I don't oh know. no i'm sorry Ten yeah tennis courts and so i don't know about so this things. is how the many of those people who don't normally pay attention to this stuff are getting this information because a tennis tournament in Australia, yeah. the, the the players are passing out, literally unable to continue. Yeah. So, uh, you know, however they get the news is fine, but are we going to do anything? Well, you've seen the weather reports on, on the Fox channels where they're saying, I don't know how it could be global warming when well, it's... It's it's one degree below zero here in, in yeah in, in in the Antarctic Toronto yeah, yeah Toronto by the way they're idiots I yeah. know that's how you explain all that well they're beholden to and that's the other thing they're actually not idiots they're actually beholden to the oil companies yeah they're, yeah. they're scum olive oil in the news in Australia a new segment coming up right now <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> Muller loves this part of the news. But check this out, Mahler. A doctor in Darwin, Australia, used olive oil to suffocate a cockroach stuck in a man's ear. Okay. You, stay, you got a cockroach in your ear? Olive oil. Olive oil. And in Marupna, Australia. Oh, that's more like it. Uh, they used olive oil to free a man who, uh, free a nude man who was stuck in his washing machine. Somehow, a nude man got in his washing machine. They couldn't oh, wow. get him out. And they used olive oil. To get him out of there. It was like a birthing, said uh, one, uh, oh, was like the guy who's in there. He said it was like a birthing. Maybe that's what he wanted all along. But I, no, two I, things. Cockroach in here? Yeah. What? Olive oil. You get stuck in your washing machine? I'm, I'm, it's a Friday night. I don't know what else to do. Yeah, I take, take my clothes your... and I jump yeah. in the washing machine. There you go. Boom. I'm and then, stuck? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Keep a bottle of olive oil handy. <laughs> Well, I know they drink a lot in Australia. That is the only possible explanation for this, but okay. All right. They're very good. And by the way, have I besmirched an entire continent with that statement? Zambian police arrested and charged an opposition leader with defamation after he compared the president to a sweet potato. 
I would love to be compared yeah, to a sweet I know, potato. That's what I th- they're, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apparently, over there, they they <laughs> they bend over and they they're not they're uh, easily manipulated. Oh, and well, it's see, that's it's kind of a that's common different. thing. Yeah, okay. The man faces a maximum jail term of five years. Oh my god. Astronomers using measurements from a telescope in Hawaii found that the dark side of the moon is actually turquoise in color. Astronomers at the Mauna Loa Observatory in Hawaii discovered that blue light reflected from the Earth turns turquoise when it bounces off the moon. And in an an additional part of that story, the moon green. Well, and an additional part of that story, it's it's a also it it's a it's a fine gouda. It says right here. Really, a a fine gouda. Yeah, it's a fine gouda. Fine gouda. Yeah, on the other dark side. Good to know. Yeah. New research out of the Royal Veterinary College suggests that birds fly in the V formation in order to strategically position themselves in aerodynamically optimum positions and experience positive aerodynamic aerodynamic interactions that maximize upwash capture. So their their wings when they go up, they're capturing yeah. the upwash of the one that's at that angle in front of them. They're drafting. Yeah, That's they're what drafting. They call it in well, racing. kind of, well, it's not quite drafting really, because okay, so. because the air is getting pushed down in front of them and they're getting an upwash well, when well, they, they know how to do that. They've been doing it a few years. They've they been doing it for a long time yeah, and yeah. and they do it instinctually, where it took us years to figure out. That's true. It did. It did. It did take us a long time. I'm done with the international. Oh, I'm ready to move on to secret <laughs> stuff if you like. Well, uh, okay. I reserve the right uh, to, to mis- pop up with international Madam news. Chairman, I reserve yeah. the right yeah, to whatever. inject yeah. international news. Mahler protests. <laughs> what is it, Mahler? Oh, I got a couple. Anyway, secret stuff. Yeah. President Barack Obama plans to call for an end to the government's mass collection of American phone data and restructure the program so that the data is held outside the government. This, according to a senior administrative official, he's going to make the announcement today. Obama is. Obama will also require a judge's order for government searches of this data, according to the official. So you need an order to do it. Mm-hmm. Obama will ask Attorney General, the Attorney General, intelligence leaders, and Congress to devise a new way to house the data outside the government. This doesn't make me feel any more secure. No. Reporting to him before the program is up for renewal on March 28, the announcement comes weeks after the post-Snowden advisory panel appointed by the president issued a whopping, a whopping 300-page report of pro-transparency recommendations that have taken up would radically alter how the NSA does business. They're not going to go that far. No. No way. Yeah. No. And, and Obama, I hear, is going to pass on a lot of stuff to Congress to work out. Okay. Let them haggle with it. Also, judges on the federal government secret surveillance court have strongly rejected any proposed changes to their review process, of course, putting unexpected pressure on the White House in a blunt letter to the House and Senate Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. U.S. District Judge John D. Bates made it clear that the 11 judges on the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court are united in opposition to key recommendations by a presidential task force last month aimed at increasing transparency. Yeah. yeah. And and so, by the way, this comes on the heels of the story of, uh, which you may be talking about, about the uh, White House panel um, on the surveillance, how, how little of value <clears throat> the, the sweeping up of all of the, the uh, bulk collection of phone data ha- has had on preventing other. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. 
Nothing and, that they can tell. And Richard Clark, who is... It's had was, effect on anti-terrorism measures. Yeah. yeah. Richard Clark, who was the, uh, the the chief advisor to President Bush on on terrorism, said this as much. We yeah. have no information so far that would indicate that this has had any real impact on preventing any terrorist attack. The New York Times reports that the uh, NSA has planted spying software. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. 100,000 computers around the world. Even if... Now, it's not in the United States, apparently. We, we know that much more now oh, okay. than we did last week. Okay. And apparently, even if your computer is off, right. they can use it. They use it uh, through a channel of radio frequencies. Right. Yeah. So my, my computer's off. Yeah. I'm thinking all that stuff I've been talking to those people. Yeah, those, know, those terrorists. Those, uh, yeah, those, uh, you know, mel- yeah, the people from the Afri- African National Congress that I've been communicating with. Yeah, you think you're safe. Yeah, you think you're safe. But you're not. But you're not. Also, the latest news about national security agency spying comes amidst reports talks between the U.S. and Germany on a no-spying agreement are near collapse. Germany yeah. says we're not, but apparently uh, we may be. Mm-hmm. Apparently we may be. Okay. How is that apparent? Oh, boy. Oh, geez. Here Uh-oh. we go. You know what that means. That means that Mahler is, every time, at this... I know. What, I, every, what is, every is it time. so upset, Sarah? I don't know. It's so it's halfway through the show, he goes crazy. Uh, What's wrong, Mahler? Because he gets impatient. Yeah. 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 You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now it's time for drones in the news. (laughs) Congress has moved to block President Obama's plan to shift control of the U.S. drone campaign from the CIA to the Defense Department, inserting a secret provision in the massive government spending bill introduced this week that would preserve the spy agency's role in lethal counterterrorism operations. The measure included a classified annex to the $1.1 trillion federal budget plan it would restrict the use of any funding to transfer unmanned aircraft or the authority to carry out drone strikes from the CIA to the Pentagon. So Why? there you go. Why? Just because? Because they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to transfer give... it out of the CIA. Well, probably I... CIA pressure on on the uh... right. Some congressmen. Yeah. And also because, as we've talked about before, the uh, moving it over to the military means it brings it under some sort of scrutiny, some sort of oversight, and it sounds like these clowns from the Republican Party do not want any oversight of our drone program. Also in drones in the news, federal, state, and local government officials, enforcement officials are increasingly borrowing Border Patrol drones for domestic surveillance operations. So at the Border Patrol, they're doing a lot of business while taking their excess drones and handing them over to police departments. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This, uh, the Border Protection has the largest U.S. drone fleet outside of the Defense Department, and they flew nearly 700 such surveillance missions on behalf of other agencies from 2010 to 2012. So they're, okay. they're using, uh-huh. using drones out there. Also, Senator Dianne Feinstein says she once found a drone peeking into her, uh, the window of her home. Good. How did it feel, Diane? Well, she said she didn't like it. Listen here. The cautionary tale she wants lawmakers to consider as they look at allowing commercial drone use. Feinstein said she encountered the flying robot while a demonstration was taking place outside her house. She said she went to the window to peek out, and there was a drone right there at the window looking out at me. 
Oh. It was looking in at you, Diane. Yeah. But nevertheless. Yeah. Obviously, the, pl the pilot of the drone had some surprise. That's what she said. That's what uh, Feinstein said, because I was in a negligee and doing my Betty Page thing. TMI on that one. Yeah. That's a little too much information, Diane. Thanks, thanks yeah. for that visual. I can't believe I did. Yeah, just read that. Gee, yeah. Okay. No, that's not what happened. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. uh, he was su surprised because the drone wheeled around and crashed. So she said, I feel a little good about that. Apparently, oh, she caused it to crash. Okay. Yeah, she, li she liked that. Okay. Well, see, okay, Diane, just kind of channel that, that feeling, that moment that you had. Uh -huh. That's how probably the vast majority of Americans feel about being spied on by drones. The, uh -huh. They feel good. Well, she's doing that for us. All That's right. what she All was right. doing All here. Right. Or at least yeah, she but was she's been, play acting look, at it. Look, she has been in the forefront of increasing surveillance of, of Americans. So I, I, pardon me if I'm a little skeptical yeah. about Diane Feinstein. Yeah, me too. I'm skeptical about her, but nevertheless, yeah. she did say this, which supports our yeah. position. Yeah. Also, the first American man arrested with the help of a predator drone has also become the first man to go to jail because of it. Rodney Brossert, a North Dakota cattle rancher, was sentenced to three years in prison with all but six months suspended for terrorizing police officers who were trying to arrest him at his property in 2011. This was, oh, yeah. remember, uh, yeah, like yeah. way back in 2011, yeah. uh, we were talking about him because he was the first to be uh, yeah. tracked down by a drone. Yeah, yeah. Who says we don't follow up on our stories? Who says, Who says we don't that? stay? Who, Who says, says that? that? Did Mahler say that? Mahler, yeah. <laughs> I believe he did. Yeah, we don't follow up on our stories, Mahler, right. Well, here's a little bit of domestic news for you, Mahler. Now to shut him up. The U.S. Senate has failed to renew the jobless benefits that expired last month. Some 1.4 million Americans have lost aid for long-term unemployment after Republicans refused to extend without an equal amount in spending cuts. Yeah, I know. And again, this is one of those things, people, and I know if you're listening to Weekly Signals, you care about this stuff, and that is uh, that this pays for itself. This is the best, most efficient way to get money into the economy is to give money to people who are in desperate need of money because they will spend it. And there's actually a, a value added to this. There's actually more money generated by the money that they're spending. Uh-huh. Than there is actual money that we're giving them. It is a plus. Now it, I'm not it advocating helps business more than giving tax breaks to corporations exact, who are putting their profits in offshore investment. Yeah, by a long. There's not even. It's not even comparable in terms of the efficiency of it. People who need money to survive, to buy food, to put gas in their cars, spend it, and it generates. And they spend it here. They spend it here in their communities, and it's and it generates economic activity that's a positive. Meanwhile, the house approved a new $1.1 trillion spending bill that would avoid a government shutdown, at least through September. So we got through until September before the next shutdown, which makes it right around election time. Yeah, yeah. right before the election. That, exactly. That's what they planned on. You know what I say? If they're stupid enough to try that again, I hope to God they do. I hope The bill do. passed with overwhelming support, signaling a potential end to the bipartisan dispute that forced the government's two-week closure last year. I don't buy that. No. Just postponed the bipartisan dispute in a defeat for the Tea Party. The bill would increase spending by $45 billion over the cuts that would have been forced by the sequester. But it preserved several key Republican demands, including increases for the military, yeah. 
defunding of high-speed rail projects yeah. and a ban. So, you know, I don't even want to go into it. Yeah, and yeah. a ban on spending to hold Guantanamo Bay prisoners in the United States. A ban. A, a ban. So we're not allowed to bring them here. If we're going to prosecute they're them. they're scary. Well, they're scary. And by the way, it's also part of this econo- uh, budget deal. Um, the uh, The bill will cut food stamps, uh, $9 billion in food stamps. Yeah. And by the way, the majority of congressmen are millionaires, by the way. It's just in case well, you guys you know, didn't I, I saw that. Uh, I know. And I'm thinking, well, a millionaire, he, what's that? I know. I, I know. I, there's probably, there's probably, I probably live next door to millionaires. Honestly, I'm yeah. not bragging. This is just a fact. My dad owns a home in Corona Del Mar that he bought in 1982 for like $300,000. Yeah. He's, he's a, a multi millionaire yeah. on, on paper. He didn't do anything, he, he lived there for 35 yeah. years. That's all. Yeah. So a yeah, I know, I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's bogus. a little hinky. I know. That's bogus. I know. I know. By the way, that's oh, never mind. I mean, not saying that you know, it's not. You're not a fortunate man to be a millionaire. No. On the other hand, they're fairly common these days. Yeah. It says that's that people. Yeah. Some people still have this fascination with the word millionaire, as if it, yeah, it signifies matters, yeah. someone that's like very well. Like money's and, falling out of their pocket. Yeah. They're, they're smoking a cigar. You know, uh-uh. wearing spats. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No. I and I, I mean, <laughs> I, I just. I, I, Are you making fun of my spats? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. but you look so good in them, yeah. so how could I? Uh, th- no, I'm just saying, it is troubling that there's so many of these congressmen have a lot of money, and they're, they're beholden to people with a lot more money, but the, but it's a little bit disingenuous to say they're millionaires, and that means, therefore... A federal appeals court struck down federal rules promoting equal access to the Internet. There's net neutrality oh, for I you. Oh, this is horrible. This the is a telecom story. giant or fat cat. Verizon challenged Federal Communications Commission regulations on net neutrality that forced Internet providers to provide all content at equal speeds. That's what's going on here, regardless of the company's own business interests. Advocates say the the rules defend against corporate abuses and help preserve an open Internet. That's what we were hoping for. That's what net neutrality was about. But the court ruled that because the Internet is not a utility and it should be a utility, that's why... This whole thing came about exactly because they were able to convince the uh, the court that it wasn't a utility. Yeah. Companies are free to make side deals for faster streaming of their websites and services. So you we, have we a... paid for this. Yes, the American taxpayers paid for the internet. Right. What they're saying yeah. is they want to have a tiered system. If you've got a hundred dollars, you can get this level of of service. You've got one hundred and fifty dollars, you get this level of service. This is just crazy. And what this wrong. eventually does, it makes people who are less likely. Uh, less powerful wealth-wise yeah. who aren't, don't have as much money to put out news. People who, oh. you, you know, Fox News will generate a billion dollars selling crap. Yeah. They'll be able to sell their news because they'll be able to broadband it right. quicker. Right. Those who have perhaps real news won't be able to get it out there and may actually have it turned down by some uh, Internet providers. Right. Another example of the stratification of the opportunity in this country is by virtue of making this uh, a pay-to-play system in order to get information more re- it should be a public utility the good news is this theoretically goes back to the FCC for them to come up with regulations it should go to the FTC which is the Federal Trade Commission which is you which uh, regulates utilities yeah. that's where this should be yeah and that's what it that's is. right that oh, damn it did I say damn it can I say damn it yeah, 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 Mahler. Mahler yeah. said about net neutrality. They that's, shouldn't do that, should they, Mahler? That's a big that's story. It's, it is. It's huge. Big, to me, this was the story of the week. Yeah. Besides the fact that we're all going to die 
Yeah. In like, a drought. We're going to die like bats. Yeah. Like yeah, little chocolate and, bats or whatever they were. Well, they're dripping like chocolate. Yeah, that's they're right, not yeah. chocolate bats. <laughs> they're flying foxes. Fox bats. Yeah, that's right. The Justice Department is reportedly preparing a major expansion of its definition of racial profiling in order to curb the targeting of different groups. Under the new rules, federal agents will be barred from considering religion, national origin, gender, and sexual orientation during the course of investigations. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If you're if you're looking for a white man who's a straight man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, shouldn't you be looking for a white man who's a straight man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. A federal judge struck down Oklahoma's ban on same-sex marriage, so it's okay to to get married it's there now, Mike. Married in, yeah. in Oklahoma. Decision is on hold, however, pending offic- appeals uh, from state officials. That's what they're waiting for. Mm-hmm. Second time this month that a federal judge has overturned a gay marriage ban. First one in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. They're on a roll. Uh, Tens of thousands of West Virginia residents remain without tap water after that Elk River thing went down. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the chemical that they use to wash coal. Doesn't that sound like fun, guys? This chemical will basically take rock and all other kinds of minerals and things, dirt and things, off of coal. Yeah. Which is already pretty dirty, yeah. right? And this stuff wa- has that ability to wash it, and it gives into our water s- stream. And by the way, the only testing that was ever done on this particular chemical was done by the manufacturer. How long ago was 1991. it? 1991. Yeah. Almost 22, 23 years ago, they, did a, they, the company who manufactured it, who's trying to sell it to people, yeah. did the only study that we know of about the effects it has on, on human life, yeah. basically. It looks that their tap water there in, in the Oak it's River. Disgusting. It looks like thirty weight. Yeah. It, yeah. And, uh, don't worry. Also, here in Orange County, a jury acquitted two former Fullerton police officers of all charges in the beating death of a mentally ill homeless man in 2011. Manuel Ramos and Jay Cisanelli were charged with battering Kelly Thomas with a baton and a stun gun, leaving him comatose. Thomas died days later. The incident was captured on surveillance video. We've all seen this. Yeah. With a guy screaming for his dad. Yeah. He's not fighting back at a certain point. Right. They're saying things that they're going to F him up. Yeah. The, the guy, as he's putting on his uh, his gloves, his latex gloves, the cop, yeah. who's getting ready to beat him, yeah. is saying, I'm going to F you up. Yeah. This And, and somehow, yeah. and he died, by the way. Not the cop, but the guy. Kelly they Thomas, beat, yeah. They beat I mentioned to death. That. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I know you did. But I, so, so, and somehow he's not responsible for his death. Yeah. Apparently jury dennis mcguire who admitted to raping and killing a pregnant woman named joy stewart in 1989 was put to death in an ohio prison uh he was the first u.s inmate to be executed using a new combination of drugs midazolam and hydromorphone oh that's hydromorphone who hasn't tried yeah i mean mean, come on that's friday night at my house come on uh his attorneys called that uh those drugs untested and inhumane for a capital punishment. How long the, did it take for this guy to die? 15 minutes. 15 took him minutes. 15 minutes to die, and he groaned, and he coughed, and he sputtered. The, the injections took more than a quarter of an hour yeah, yeah. to end his life. Family members planned a news conference today to announce a lawsuit over his death, which they call unconstitutional. By the way, they had a fancy phrase for him gasping for air for like 12 minutes of that yeah. time. They called it, I can't remember what it was called. They said some weird Orwellian way of he was, you know. Yeah. 
I don't remember. I can't. So anyway, well, he, was gasp- up. he was gasping for air. Gasper- yeah, yeah, he was. He was, he was uh, not enjoying his, his air intake for about, 15, about 10 or 12 minutes of the time he was dying. Cough-aberration. <laughs> Cough-aberration. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah the the, the, the uh, challenge, though, is this is cruel and unusual. Well, that's the question. Yeah. You're and, but, killing the man. But the, but the judge is, is saying, yeah, 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. On the other side, they're saying it's, you can't do it without pain. It doesn't say it's out pain. It's, is it cruel? Yeah. It's not like we were sticking needles in his eyes. That's I what the judge is I saying. I, okay. And I understand. And that's, that is a question that needs to be, you know, worked out. Speaking of judges, yeah. a judge in New Mexico cleared the way for doctors in the state to prescribe drugs to help terminally ill patients end their lives. Okay. That's a good thing. That's judge the, kind of the Oregon. Nan Nash. Yeah. That's Nan Nash. I wonder if it's Nancy Nash. Yeah. Or if it's like somebody from Taiwan. Do you know Nancy Nash? I don't know Nancy oh, Nash. Okay. Well. Judge Nan Nash wrote she could not envision a right more fundamental, more private, and more integral to liberty, safety, and happiness of a New Mexican than the right of a competent, terminally ill patient to choose aid in dying. Right on, Nan. Right on, Nanny. New Mexico is the fifth state to allow patients to seek aid in dying from a doctor. Mm -hmm. (sighs) God bless Dr. Kevorkian. Yeah, well... The Chinese recycling tycoon Chen Guangbao proposed to buy the Wall Street Journal. That's what he did. Really? I am very good, said Chen, at working with Jews. Okay. Are you going to say anything about that? Okay. Uh, I, I just think it's kind of, you know, yeah. the, the Chen is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And an Illinois peacock escaped from a petting zoo and froze to a pine tree limb. Okay. I just like saying that. <laughs> okay. He was. He was frozen to a pine tree limb. He died, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It would have been funny if he didn't die. They could have put it in a movie. Yeah. You know, like they did. That. A peacock frozen to a pine yeah, tree yeah, limb. Yeah, that would have been funny. Well, they still can. Yeah, they still could. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, it's Hollywood. They could make a whole movie about him being frozen to it. Just like 127 hours. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Could, yeah. That would be but, funny. Yeah, yeah. There's a peacock yeah, there. You got a close up of his eyes. Yeah, you know, that's so funny. there's that little thing on top of his head, that little that's feathery thing. It oh sticks God. straight up. Get me, his get eyes me. get ruby. And then you see his eyes start to close, you know, and there's frost on his, on his, yeah. on his lashes. Yeah. If peacocks yeah. have eyelashes, I don't think they have eyelashes. Get, get me, but yeah. this is Hollywood. Yeah. He has eyelashes. He has mascara. Because uh-huh. he's, this is a good looking peacock. Oh, yeah. It's a very good looking yeah. peacock. Give me Harvey Weinstein on the phone right now. because I think he's Jewish, though. Yeah, okay. so, but we're not well, buying but we the Wall We can work with him. I'm pretty sure we can work with him. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. What uh, else a couple got more, there? Just a couple. Real quick, more violence in America. There were a couple of shootings this week. There was in New Mexico, uh, what is it, like a 10-year-old? Oh, yeah. He uh, he had a shotgun, went to school. It was really... Well, he warned his friends, too. Did he? Beforehand. He okay. called up his friends and said, I'm coming to school. He didn't say, I don't know if he said, I'm coming to school with a shotgun, but he told his friends to stay away because something was going down. Oh. And then shows up and... Yeah, he shot... Uh, God, I had it right here in front of me. He shot two two kids. Here it is. 12-year-old armed with a shotgun. Um, the victims were 11-year-old and 12-year-old girl. Uh, uh, she's in serious condition. The, the one boy... Um, actually, they, neither one of them died. My bad. Too seriously wounded. Yeah. Um, and I guess a teacher walked over to him right after he did that and said, give me the gun. Yeah. And he handed it to him. So, obviously, wow. at this age, I mean... You know, but the fact that he had a shotgun, okay, 
And in Indiana, some three people were killed in a in a supermarket. Some guy walked in and just started shooting up the supermarket. Mm-hmm. No big deal. You know, just for what it's worth. Yeah. To take it a little bit, the focus away from gunplay. Mm-hmm. I just want to remind people that here in Irvine, somebody walked into a, a Vons. Uh, it was about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was a Vons. Don't want to get in trouble. It was up uh, above the uh, the uh, five freeway. Okay. Walked into a Vons and uh, had a samurai sword oh, and cut yes. off some some heads. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Okay. So it happened. Yeah, it does happen. Um, there was this is kind of guns a, don't kill people, Mike. No, samurai swords samurai do. Samurai do. Well, yeah. I would be. I would. I would entertain uh, the regulation of samurai swords too. But anyway. Um, uh, the, this is kind of one of those stories that's sort of under the radar and kind of disturbing at the same time. U.S. Uh, Air Force unit is responsible for overseeing the, the country's nuclear missiles. Yeah. is facing a major cheating scandal amongst its ranks. Uh, 34 officers have lost their security clearance after allegations that they helped each other cheat on a monthly proficiency exam. Now, I can imagine there's a bit of fatigue on these things. You know, we take this test every month. Somebody somewhere decided, well, here are the answers so you can get through it. But this is the guys who guard our nuclear weapons, who uh-huh. are essentially responsible for launching them. And this is not the first time. There was a, a, a last year or the year before there was a, a scandal about low morale, and there was some grumbling among some of the the leadership of the. Some weird things are going on in the people who take care of our vast nuclear weapons systems. Mm-hmm. So, just something to keep in mind. Uh, Archdiocese of Chicago has agreed to release thousands of internal documents on the internal handling of child sexual abuse by clergy members. The documents were turned over to the victims. This is a big deal because it will reveal undoubtedly years, if not decades, of covering up known sexual abuse of children in the archdiocese. Uh, That's probably about it. There was one other thing in the Senate. The uh, Senate Republicans are trying to impose sanctions on Iran uh, in, in regarding their nuclear program at a time when we are the, close to negotiating a deal in which they will decommission all of that mm-hmm. and allow for a peaceful transition and them to, and for Iran to become more of a, uh, a benevolent member of the International ne- uh, League of Nations. That's it. And also, I'd just like to apologize for the hiss you're hearing in the background. Yeah. If there's something wrong with the, uh, the mic one here at the station. At the barely functioning KUCI. At barely, and, and if you're interested in helping with yes. that, you might uh, consider giving a uh, donation. We need station. another microphone or two. I don't know if it's the microphone or the board. Or the board. I think it any. is the board. Yeah. That was what I'd say. Uh, anyway, you might give to uh, just visit our website, KUCI.org. Yep. And... Uh, there's plenty of places where we'll say uh, give to KCI donations. It, it wouldn't be much. Stuff. It wouldn't take a lot of money. We need we need something. Yep, we and you can even money. do PayPal too. If you if you don't feel like uh, hassling with uh, checks and all, just do a PayPal donation. That would be great. And finally, Sergio Giro Clardi. That's the guy's name, mm-hmm. just for what it's worth. Okay. Sergio Giro Clardi, a pimp serving a prison sentence in Oregon for assaulting a John with his Jordans. You know, a John with his George. That's a little bit of wow. slang stuff Can going on. Can you say that on TV, on yeah. radio? Okay, yeah. He took okay. off his shoes, okay. essentially. All right, okay. And assaulted a John. Filed, he filed, this guy, Sergio Giro Clardi, filed a $100 million lawsuit against Nike for failing to label the sneakers as potentially dangerous. <laughs> 